Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. The sermon was recorded on Sunday, January 14th, 2018, and released on Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. This week's message is titled, The Narrow Door, and the scripture reference is Luke, chapter 13, verses 22 through 27, John, chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, Matthew, chapter 7, verses 13 through 14, Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20, and Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 8 through 9. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. The Narrow Door. Luke, chapter 13, we'll start reading in verse number 22. And he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in, and shall not be able. And when once the master of the house is risen up, and have shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not, whence you are. Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in the presence, in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not, whence you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this scripture you've given us today. We pray, Lord, that it'll not return void. We pray for your will and way in our service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. People like to ask the question, how can a loving God send someone to hell? Well, first of all, God has never, nor will he ever, send anyone to hell. Each and every one of us has to make that decision ourselves. You see, God wants everyone to accept the sacrifice of his son. His son, Jesus Christ, shed his precious blood on Calvary so that all might be saved. You see, God hates sin. He cannot even look upon sin. This is why God destroyed the world by flood uh, some 6,000 years before Jesus uh, lived. And so Jesus died and shed his blood that you and I might be saved. But the choice is still ours, not anybody else's. Narrow is the way to heaven. Wide is the way to hell. Many will try to fake God out, but he knows his sheep. That will not be possible. Those that are truly saved, be sure that you enter the narrow door to everlasting life. First of all, I want you to notice that Jesus wants everyone to accept the free gift of salvation. God does not want anyone to perish. That is not his desire. John three sixteen and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, God does not want anyone to perish. 
God made it very clear in this precious scripture that most of us knew as a child if you attended Sunday school. God loved his creation, mankind. But see, God hates sin. He hates sin, and mankind is very sinful. God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, offered his life at Calvary. He shed his blood that you and I can live if we will accept his payment for our sins. And once you are saved, your salvation is everlasting, folks. It doesn't go away. You cannot lose it. So Jesus did not come into this world to be a judge. That was never his purpose. Quite the opposite. Jesus wants everyone to accept him as their, as their Savior. He wants you to receive his gift of eternal life. But the choice of heaven or hell is our choice to make. In Matthew chapter 7, verse number 13 and 14, it says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Your choice of heaven or hell is our choice to make. See, we have two very clear choices before us. First of all, we live in a very, very sinful, horrible world. It, would be, it is so easy for people to go down the road to destruction because it has so much to offer them in the way of a sin that, that, and let's face it, folks, sin for a season is pleasurable. It gives them great pleasure. We, most people are going down this road to destruction. This road is described as wide. This is a very, very busy road, kind of like entering Houston, Texas. Anybody ever done that on the freeways? That is wide as the gate. On the other hand, the road to heaven and eternal haven of rest is narrow and does not have much traffic on it. You can kind of picture that in your mind like a country road in farming country. So why is this? Why is it that most people choose to go to hell? Well, there can be many, many reasons. Maybe they never heard the gospel story. Unfortunately, that's our job as Christians is to tell the story worldwide. And we are trying, but there's probably areas we've never reached. Some people never heard the story. Some people living in America today have never heard the story. Matter of fact, I would bear say most of them have never heard the story. Maybe they're part of a faith that denies the deity of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ says, I am the only way you can be saved. There is no other way. The fact is, they do not choose Jesus, whatever their reason. Therefore, hell is their future home for eternity. You need to answer the knock at your doors, folks. The words of Jesus Christ in Revelation chapter 3 and verse number 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Jesus Christ wants a fellowship with you people. 
after the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, he sent the Holy Spirit to earth. The Holy Spirit indwelled us as Christians. It was our comforter for us to live with. The Holy Spirit, however, works in the world to convict the lost of their salvation. I don't know how many of you people remember your salvation experience. I was in a revival. September the 6th, 1963. I was on the back seat with a full of teenagers. We was all back there and the preacher preached a sermon called Christians in Hell. I, like many kids in VBS, I made a commitment in my life when I was 11 years old. But it wasn't real. I knew that. That invitation was being given and I was shaking that pew in front of me to death. That was the Holy Spirit knocking on my heart's door. He said, come in. Come in. I want you to be saved. I looked up and every teenager on that pew was gone. I was by myself. They had all went forward to be saved. I told myself, I'm not the only one here going to hell. So I went forward. Accepted Christ as my Savior. That's a day, that's an experience that I'll never forget as long as I live. If a sinner will only open the door and allow Jesus to come into their heart, they can have that salvation. I encourage you today, if you do not know Jesus as your Savior, listen to that knock at your door. Accept God's calling today. So why is the door of salvation narrow? It looks like, you know, maybe it would God would somehow or another make it easy to go to heaven. Well, it is easy, but it does require commitment. It requires the acceptance of his son's blood on Calvary as the remission for your sins. I think there's several reasons why the road is narrow. I'll give you a couple that I believe in. First of all is easy believism. Easy believism. Boy, that'll get your tongue tied. Uh, the doctrine of humanism has been slowly working its way into our society for the past hundred years. In the past 30 years, it's been sprinting into our society. That is simply the doctrine says, if I believe it, then it's true. And if I want to do it, I'll do it. That's the doctrine of humanism. It doesn't take into the fact that mankind has no fear of God. That's what it in essence is saying. You can learn, excuse me, you can hear this today in many churches across the land. I love Jesus. Jesus loves me. We love each other. And in that itself, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's as far as some of them go. They don't realize there's another side to our Lord. There's another side to God. There's nothing wrong with this belief, but on the other side of God, He is a God of wrath. God hates sin, and God will punish sin. Easy believism has led people away from the true gospel of Jesus. It would be like a person that gets married, but they never bothered to go home with their spouse. They never see each other again. They never was a commitment. There never was a true love to start with. 
Easy believism means there is no commitment between the believer and Jesus. Thus, they are not really saved, and they are traveling down that wide path to destruction. Then you got another group that believes in salvation by works. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by the grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Unfortunately, there are several denominations that believe exactly in salvation by works. Now, they may not say it that way. They simply believe that you can lose your salvation. And if they are not justified by their own work. Well, I'm sorry. Not I or anyone I've ever known or ever will know is good enough for their works to help get them into heaven. It's just not going to work, folks. Claim you must work for your salvation is to call God a liar. His son, Jesus Christ, was the perfect sacrifice for our sin. And if God will not accept the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, he will certainly not accept your works, which are as filthy rags in his sight. Membership does not save either, folks. Many people you witness to them, are you saved? Do you know Jesus as your Savior? I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. Or whatever their brand is. Folks, these people are putting their trust and eternity in membership. And membership does not save. I'm sure some of them might really be saved and just don't know how to answer the question. But the fact is, membership does not save. Salvation has absolutely nothing to do with membership. Every time I go into the baptismal waters and I baptize someone, excuse me, I always ask the question, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? And they testify to me, yes, I do. And then I baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost into full membership with our church body. They're a member of our church body. But folks, it comes down to each and every person's personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I can only take a person's word that they're saved. It is up to them to be sure they have made that true choice in their life. So trusting in membership increases the number on the wide road to destruction. Then let's look at those last part of our text today. Those left outside the narrow door. What a sad thing. The master, it says, which is God, he shuts the door into heaven. Going back to the Old Testament days, remember the story of Noah? Noah was faithful to build the ark, which took him 120 years. And he preached for 120 years. And his only converts was his family. He was very faithful. Most people would have given up. When all the animals were boarded on the ark, his family joined Noah on the ark, and God shut the door. Not Noah. God shut it. Because they were going to hear the screaming of the people outside the ark as those waters rose. Their own family was going to be Relatives of theirs was going to be dying in the flood. 
Noah's father and grandfather both died in the flood, never accepting God. When God shuts the door from the narrow road to heaven, it's final. There is no tomorrow after that. You see, you have until death to make your decision to choose the narrow way. Many will argue their case of unbelief. This is actually referring to the great white throne judgments, judgment which occurs at the end of the tribulation period. At this great white throne judgment, God tells us that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But folks, there's going to be people there that's going to try to argue their case. The lost will cry, Lord, Lord, let us in. We deserve salvation. We have fellowshiped at church and eaten with other believers. We have taken communion, Lord. We've done many wonderful works in your name. No lawyer would ever be good enough to plead your case. Judgment is at hand. And judgment is eternal separation from God. God will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. The sinners then will be cast into the lake of fire, which is called hell. And this, they will be separated from God for eternity. This is called the second death. Oh, how sad. The door to heaven is at the end of a narrow road to eternity. You may be here today and you have heard the true gospel story today. I hope and pray that you would come if you're in this category. But you don't want that eternal damnation. Once that door shuts, folks, it's over. It's over. There will never be a second chance. So if you have never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, I ask you today to come. We'll have a word of prayer and then Vicki and Roxanne will lead us in the invitation. Lord, we come to you now thanking you for the blessings you've given us in life, Father. We pray, Lord, that at this time people will hear the invitation. And if they don't know you as their Savior, Father, let them come. I'd love to show them how they can be saved in God's holy word. Thank you for dying on the cross, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. If you would like to receive text alerts to your phone with announcements and prayer requests, you can send a text to 81010 with at HVBCNM in the body of the text. If you have any trouble with getting signed up, please ask for help from Christina or Dan. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. 
We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We now offer the option to listen to the sermon during Sunday morning services over your car's FM radio. Thank you and God bless.